Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 170 of the Bad County Funky Podcast. Woo! Last podcast of 2018. That is to ever have podcasted, ever have existed, of those podcasts that matter in your life, and that's this one right here. Uh, tonight, we're going to be cannonballing into the ocean to meet up with friend of the fishes, friend to you and me, our buddy, Jason Momoa, Aquaman. And remember, Woo! spoilers <laughs> abound. Let's meet everyone this week. Joining us, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. Doc Chris. TV's <laughs> Casey. King of the Seas. The Bad Cody himself, Sergio. Welcome everyone to the last, last and best podcast of the year. Not the last podcast ever, last podcast of the year. Thank you everyone who's been listening on SoundCloud, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on every single place you can listen to a podcast, on your podcast apps, on your different devices, on your tablets, on your phones, on everything you're going to play Diablo Immortal on. Don't you guys have phones? Oh, God. We love talking about each and every subject. Every time we go live here on Twitch.tv slash Bad Funky. Thank you to everyone who's been watching Booster Greg's stream at Twitch.tv slash Booster Greg. Dropping him some follows, likes, following also on Twitter as well. Hit us up on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can reach out and touch me. I mean, someone. Not me specifically. I mean, us. I mean, don't, don't touch me. Don't, no. don't you touch me. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast episode. We're going to talk about some Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now I've gotten all that business out of the way. No, wait, 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 wait. I want to I wanna redo my intro. Too bad. Because I remember there was a bit. Nope. Hold on, wait. Nope. Wait, wait. Too late. Nope. Gentlemen. Call no. me. What happened this week? TV's Casey. Nope. No. No. Nope. Wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't worth it. Was it. Not, it was worth it. It was not worth the price of admission. Yeah. Nope. It was so good. Refunded. What happened this week? What happened this week? So, guys, uh, everyone knows Black Mirror, the Twilight Zone-ish uh, series that has a technological yeah. twist. They're making a movie called Bandersnatch. It's going to be set in the mid-1980s, according to Polygon. Everyone knows Black Mirror for its incredible and uh, interesting and twisted episodes. Each and every episode has uh, <laughs> some kind of crazy plot point that makes you scratch your head and want to watch the next episode. So they thought, hey, why don't we make a movie? And who doesn't love 80s music in the time of the 80s? It was dope. So Bandersnatch is uh, the premise is a programmer is tasked with adapting a fantasy paperback into a computer game. This causes him to question his reality, his existence, and his sanity. The trailer looks dope. And it's got some uh, incredible music to it, too. I can't wait to see what they do with a movie because each and every season of Black Mirror, you don't know what you're going to get. Well, isn't isn't this whole thing a choose-your-own-adventure? That's what I heard also. But I don't know if they mean if it's going to be the actual movie itself is going to be choose-your-own-adventure or just the game itself is choose-your-own-adventure. I mean, it's all on a digital platform, so I feel like they could do it. Can you yeah. imagine? And, like, and even, every- even like, the, the the press and the marketing leading up to it was a huge mystery. I mean, like, they, 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 they dropped a little cover art inside of Netflix that people were finding on accident, and it had something that only said Bandersnatch. What does it mean? What does it all mean? Snatch of Banders. Nobody knows. And it sounds yeah. like such a fake name, too. Fruity yeah. Bandersnatch. Wasn't that that guy who played Doctor Strange? No. I think so. Right. It definitely sounds okay. like a James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love in the trailer that they have Relax playing. Relax! I'm doing <laughs> Dude, Frankie goes to Hollywood, man. Oh, my God. Who, who knows Their, be- their best episode movie? was 80s-themed with um, 
San Junipero. Guys, I still need to... Oh, that's to, right! I've watched the first two episodes of Black Mirror twice. And I oh. haven't gone any further. I need to go further. Wait. Was, like was that the first, one with the, with like the politician and the pig? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got pig. We're talking, oh, we're talking pigs and we're talking get, uh, get Out in American Idol. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's oh, so much better. There's a Star Trek episode. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm well was, aware I need to move forward, but um, oh, I just yes. haven't yet. I'm ashamed. But yeah, I I it's it's ambitious too, like doing a movie, and I hope it's a choose your own adventure because everyone was waiting for the next season of Black Mirror, and they're like, hey, nope, stop, hold on, we're doing a movie. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Would you say that everybody's been waiting to Bandersnatch it? Yeah. Nailed it, everyone. Oh. Follow on iTunes and SoundCloud and then... <laughs> oh, man, but that wasn't the only trailer we had. Yep, we also have a trailer for Jordan Peele's new horror movie coming out called Us. And I gotta say, for a guy who writes a lot of funny shit, like, this trailer, it does look kind of scary. Let's do what a, what a family basically, like, going to, like, um, Bayside, California, go on vacation... Son goes off because he, you know, is trying to follow his toy. And there's a guy just chilling there, like, wearing, like, rags and stuff like that. We come to find out that the family is being tormented by a these beings called the Tethered, which are, like, doppelgangers. And they chase him around. I guess they're trying to, like, replace the town for the most part. Like, there's not really much, like, talk about it. Like, like not really revealed too much, like, online about it. We just know there's a Tethered. They're taking stuff over. It's scary, and Jordan Peele really had fun writing this and put a lot of, like, fucked up things. Uh, and the weird thing uh, is... Mr. Peele, question, would you uh, say it's more a They Live or more a Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of film? <sighs> it, it did have an Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of vibe. It, it, it did? Because, yeah. And the thing that I found weird was, not to cut you off, and I just want to say this real quick, and it's mm-hmm. it, it goes back to, like, Get Out, where... He gave us the twist, kind of, where we know the tether looked like them, the tether replacing them. We know the freaking premise of the story, which tells me, which tells me, there's something else in this that's even more strange, even yes. more fucked up, and even more twisted. Because that's that's a, in, in, especially in horror movie writing or any like horror trailers, once you give the big reveal, that means there's got to be something else in there, especially if it's a good horror movie. And generally, it's something that just sends shivers down your spine. For instance, like The Sixth Sense. We knew you could see dead people, even though it was like a reveal later on in the movie like we weren't supposed to know. But that wasn't the turn. That wasn't the big thing. It was that Bruce Willis was dead. So, yeah, what are we going to see Or the in twist in Get Out, don't trust white people. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate lesson. Yes. <laughs> is that really a twist, though? Oh, Everyone should know that. No. Yeah. no, it isn't. Speaking of which, oh, I did man. just watch Sorry to Bother You today, which is very similar. How like, is that? Dude. Watch it. It's fucked up. It's great. Everyone tells me that. Yes. No no one tells me. No one wants to tell me what it's about. They just say, watch it. It's fucked up. That's what everyone literally says. Yeah. That's the, the, that's what I heard, too. And it makes me really, uh, really intrigued to to, to to watch it. And and same thing with this movie, too. Like, they showed you enough. And I love yes. that I have no idea what's going on. But I want to see it. Because he, like, oh, man. He did such a good job with Get Out. It was so twisted and, and weird and, and, and off-putting. It's just like, what's he going to do in this? It also you looks know, gorgeous, too. It does. Like, yes. the, like oh I don't know who God, his, yes. his his cinematographer is, but but that guy does a great job of of setting the scene, and especially seeing the like the actors portraying themselves, but in a twisted way. Like a like, like there's a part of the trailer where um Lupita and the youngest character is just like staring at her with a smile on her face, and it looks like she's fake, like she's made out of something. Yeah, it's really uh, it's really unsettling, and she's just like smiling really big, and I'm like, what the hell? It's like she's made out of like some kind of like unnatural material or something like that. 
And uh, I was I was really happy to see Umbaku yes. come back. Winston Duke. I was okay. like, it's Umbaku. Keep on back. <laughs> when he walked out of the house to, to, to confront those weird strangers, he's like, if we're going to get crazy, we can get crazy. And we have watched from the house. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to terrify us and we would not have it. I you know said, what I liked we will about, not have it. Dude, you know what I liked about that also? And it just shows like how good of an actor he is. Even though it's only for a few seconds in the trailer, we're losing being Umbaku. Fucking tough, big, terrifying guy. And this, he's like a nerd, a dweeb. Even the way he's talking sounds so fucking nerdy. And it's like... Yeah. And it's believable. It's the it's glass. actually it's believable. The it's just a trailer, but it's believable. Love it. It's going to be creepy as... You, you know what's something that I read online that I actually want to hear your guys' take on? Mm. Jordan Peele is the Wes Craven of our generation. Nah, I will not say that. I will say he's probably closer more to uh, Alfred Hitchcock mm. than Wes Craven. Wes Craven is was given... How can I put this? Wes Craven is like the Michael Bay of horror movies. He gave us movies that are popular and big, but really have no substance once it gets too far. Mm. Nightmare on Elm Street... The first two were fantastic, maybe even th the third one, but after that, it just kind of like falls. I like Dream sense. Warriors a lot. I'm not, you know, you, I well, so did I. I'm point. not saying it wasn't a bad movie, <laughs> but at, 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 at some point, it stopped being scary. Yeah. It's the monster. He's all about I mean, the he, monster versus yeah. Alfred Hitchcock is about the suspense. And that's yeah. what that's what Jordan Peele's like. He it's the suspense that builds. Like, and we saw it in Get Out. I'm sure we're gonna see it in this also. I mean, I would say he's more of like a Rod Serling type for this generation uh, especially with i mean sure the suspense and everything like ooh. that but the just the the moral behind it like all of the twilight zone just had a moral right like this is true yeah. whether it's it's yeah. the gremlin on the wing or the diner episode where it's just like you have the what is it, the machine that will tell the future and eventually your future yeah. is you will not leave this diner machine oh god that right? was a good episode i don't know why i'm picking oh up man you know what if we if we weren't doing Bumblebee next week for the new year, we could all just fucking watch the Twilight Zone marathon that they always do on New Year's. Oh, yeah. oh. Have a Twilight Zone episode. Something you want to find in a guidebook. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm really... Yeah, damn it. Mm. Mm. Sorry. I just had that on the brain. I had to say mm. it. Ah. <laughs> also, who could forget Rod Serling's classic trope in all of his episodes, don't trust white people. <laughs> Which, I mean... <laughs> They're Don't always up to me, something. Even though I'm the it's host true. of the show. <laughs> white kids in a cornfield. I mean, white people with pig masks on. White people dropping the atomic bomb so that there's no, there's nothing left to read. I mean, there was time now. Oh, no, well, there's the plenty problem. to read. He just broke his glasses. Yeah, the problem oh, is plenty glasses, to yeah. read. Yeah. I was, I was too wrapped up in my own metaphor. Yeah. Too bad. I lost track of what truly mattered in my favorite episode of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> glasses. There was time now. I got news. Hit it. Shoot. So, a couple of big, big moments in comics this past week. Uh, Charles Soule and Giuseppe Camoncoli ended their, what people will come to say, as a landmark run in Darth Vader history. 25 issues on the latest Darth Vader book. This one ends, and the final story does the whole origin of his castle on Mustafar in the new canon. Nice. Very cool. Uh, he teams up with a helmet that's possessed by an ancient Sith architect. Well, that's dope. Hmm. Yeah. So not only is it specifically built on the planet where all of his hate is concentrated, <laughs> Mustafar is a force nexus. Mustafar. And the shape of his castle allows him to walk 
Into the Force. Oh, what? Kind of cool. The final issue of this book is Darth Vader leaving his body and walking into the Force, where he has a vision of his entire past. And the one, though, you, it has to really be read to be believed. It's so good, and it, it teases. It uses most of the dialogue from from the comic is not actually written by soul, but it's like cut up edits of everything Anakin Skywalker has ever said over the course of Clone Wars, the cartoon, all the movies and no shit. like even movies that hasn't happened yet. Cause the mm-hmm. comic takes place between uh, it's in the dark times, you know, when he's still hunting Jedi and stuff before yeah. a new hope. Yeah. Um, so like it has stuff where like, you'll just see a quote, like I am your father. And in that panel, it's got Palpatine's ghost, like a projection of him behind a pregnant Shmi Skywalker. So now it's canonical that he that Palpatine shaped the Chosen One prophecy. What so basically, what? it just confirms a theory most Star Wars fans has had that he is like possibly yeah. like the father. He's the one that made Anakin with the I hate to see, I hate to use this word, but with the Metachlorians, you know. Yeah. Uh, I believe you mean so they, semen. They've made it. They've pretty much Sports made it official, semen. which I a lot of people are, are up in arms about. It's 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 throwing the fandom into chaos. Um, I mean, isn't Palpatine, that what Star I'm Wars sure does kind of? anyway like it's been doing that since yeah. like empire strikes back like it's that's it's yeah. if if star wars is like most known for anything it's just like turning our like turning our fandom into like complete like war against itself you know yep like star um, wars is the dark side of the force i hate to say it but you know like yeah it's, once you embrace it's wild, it you're fucking I, powerful I, I gotta tell you if you guys are all still kind of in a hole about last jedi or solo being very underwhelming the the comics that marvel is putting out now are are so good um, especially like the Vader stuff and Doctor Afra stuff, who is this like cool quirky scientist that just I, she was Darth Vader's sidekick for a little bit and she got her own book. Like I've seen cosplay. It's first. all so good. Yeah, man, you guys should all like look into this stuff. It will keep the Star Wars alive. And you say Vader is only twenty five issues. That's it. The latest volume is twenty five. The one before it, I think, is something like thirty five. Okay. But this this latest one, you don't need anything. You can just hop right in, and it's like. Okay, Vader is hunting down Jedi. The first arc of that book is how he got his lightsaber. Right. Ooh, his Sith lightsaber. So yeah. every every arc in this is... It, it does some integral thing about his character. There's a storyline where uh, you get to see the full extent of his relationship with Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Where they hunt him like the most dangerous game. Like, it's very... It's so cool. You would really love it. And it's got all the brothers and sister Sith Inquisitors... Oh, nice! So you get to you get to see more of them. Yeah, like every there's never been like a dull part of this. Like it's it's been two solid years. It's always come out on time of just really really great Darth Vader books. And what I like about like them like going into the explanation of like him getting his first lightsaber, which I love. Like that's like really the only story like I kind of know. Um, yeah. Was that he had to do it without having a fucking lightsaber? He had to take a yeah. lightsaber from a Jedi without having a lightsaber himself using. A proto blade, pretty much, and like the force, which just goes to show, like, how powerful not only how powerful he is, but how dangerous he is. He's just yeah. as dangerous with his lightsaber as without. And that speaks volumes, volumes about like the shit he can do. Yep. So, everybody listening at home, check it out. Charles Soul, Giuseppe Camancoli on Marvel, Star Wars, Darth Vader. Quality comics, you won't regret it. Yeah. Um, other bit of news, just going to go through these last two real quick. Um, 
I read an interview with the producer and a writer for Bumblebee that says Bumblebee 2 will have a stronger focus on the history of Cybertron. <sighs> and they're also considering <sighs> doing an Optimus Prime solo movie if they <sighs> could figure out the right way to do it because he is a character who is, and I'm quoting here, always right, very serious, and does not say a lot. Will be called Panic on um, Funkatron. I wish. Damn it. <laughs> Starring Toe Gemini. They could probably just call it, you know, Transformers War for Cybertron, just like the game. And oh, my God. They should. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and that game was supposed to be canon at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my I mean, God. I forgot about that game. Yeah. Holy that shit. game is awesome. Badass. Um, but, I mean, we'll be talking more about our thoughts on Bumblebee 2 uh, on Bumblebee Bumblebee next week. Bumblebee tuna. Yeah. Bumblebee, tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. What's Bumblebee tuna? Showing. Bumblebee tuna. We will be talking about. Bumblebee won next week, and I'm sure secret questions leading where they may, we'll probably talk about our ideas for a sequel as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, last thing, The Thing and his longtime on-again, off-again girlfriend, Alicia Masters, finally got married in the pages Aww. of Fantastic Four number five. Um, the issue was a, a supersized one. You got like five or six different artists like Adam Hughes and Mike Allred doing the book. It's really great. It's being written by Dan Slott, who people who are reading comics know that he writes probably the greatest thing that ever is to be written in comic books since the old heyday of Stan Lee. Um, The best part, you get to see everything involving their relationship through flashbacks, all kinds of moments from when they first met to the awkward time where Johnny dated a Skrull impersonator of her and married her, and then that fell apart. (laughs) Yeah, this listen. A lot happens in fifty-six now, now, years. Now, of now which version was better, the scroll of her or her? Which regular, the regular version of Alicia, I would say. Mm. Um, probably because she's the one who ended. Like she's been involved in a lot of stuff, but she was the one who kind of turned the Silver Surfer to turn on Galactus the first time. So she's like a real big time hero for a blind artist. But yeah, you get to see the thing's bachelor party. You get to see, <laughs> I believe, the first superhero strip poker game. Oh, in comic damn. books. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely hilarious issue. Completely worth getting. Um, and of course, any superhero wedding you expect, something goes wrong at the last minute. Galactus invades Latveria and Doctor Doom's getting ready to go fight him. And Reed's gift as the best man to Ben Grimm is he creates a device that stops time for four minutes, just enough for the rabbi to finish the ceremony before they have to go off and save the world once again. Nice. <laughs> so all in all, very heartfelt issue. Really glad to see Marvel is allowing their characters to grow. Uh, hopefully, unlike Spider-Man, he won't have to make a deal with the devil if he ever needs to get divorced. So that's Man. great. Well, speaking of deals, <laughs> does anyone yes. remember a couple years ago, Nintendo was like, oh, we're going to release this thing called an NES Classic. And everybody's like, holy shit, this is great! And then they could not keep it on the shelves, went out, and it like, cost like $8 million to get them. And then, next year, they followed it up with the Super Nintendo Classic. And people were like, holy shit, this is great! Great titles on here! We want to sell all these! And then all of a sudden, they're all sold out and no one can get them. Um, and then placed Dude, it- I, had, I, I, had, I had a delivery guy who was like, hey man, do you want one of these? I was like, what? God damn! Do my food! <laughs> like, right? Like it was so ridiculous. Like there was there's such a, a high uh a high button item. Like my delivery guy was like, hey man, like I, I bought a bunch. You can't get them anywhere. I'm like, I I know. Such a hot commodity. <laughs> he was like, Do you want one? I'm like, give, give my food, dude. <laughs> He's like, What are you doing? No, I don't want one. He's like, All right, man, sure. Just let me know. Like 
I have a card if I can leave it with like you. This, like, this, you have this, a card? This, this Nintendo feels hot. Do you have weed instead? I feel we would be a lot safer in this fucking Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. So the point was, like, super popular, couldn't keep it. Um, well, then Sony decided to try to get on the train, and they released the Sony PlayStation uh, Classic. And, um, well, let's just say it's still on the shelves. Not a good game. Yeah. So um, as of this week, uh, it, the price has dropped from 100 bucks down to 60 I don't know whether this is permanent or temporary, but the point is you can get them. My thing with the whole like PlayStation Classic is, especially someone from our gen- people from our generation, probably don't care because either A, they still have their PlayStation, or B, they have their PlayStation 2 that can still play their PlayStation 1 games. Or C, I have both. they re-released Spyro and Bandit in HD, beautifully remastered, fucking two months ago. <laughs> yep. And I mean, there's that too, but like... Did they Sly Cooper as a collection? Yes. Uh, yes, as an HD on oh, PS3. Well then, I mean, and, that's the whole... And economy. they had a new one too. <laughs> That came out. Yep, Steve's in time. Uh, speaking of which, I've I'm actually just started the third Spyro game because uh, I'm playing through them. They are phenomenal. Would recommend if you haven't already. Also, the Insane, uh, Insanity trilogy for Crash Bandicoot, phenomenal. None of those games, even though incredibly popular in some of the kind of flagship games for the Sony PlayStation, uh, not in this collection because Activision and reasons. But um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think the lineup was just not that great. Not worth a hundred bucks, man. And a lot of those games you could get like um, were available in the like the play, uh, PS3 Classic store, and probably yeah. are available through PlayStation now as well. And I think Sony's really underestimated like like how, how many people want to play Sony old school games as opposed to Nintendo old school yeah. games because right. they're like, oh, Nintendo did a good thing, let's copy that. Like, well, I think <laughs> Nintendo has a lot more. They have a big wow nostalgia factor yes. than Sony. Yes. You know Meanwhile, what I mean? in Nintendo Land. Two million units sold. Yeah. <laughs> Bananas. Yeah. So thank yeah. you, Nintendo, and fuck you, PlayStation. And, <laughs> I mean, I love PlayStation, but yeah. that was a poor, yeah. poorly planned. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Sony, uh, yes. Yeah, so the the last thing that I have, uh, I think it, this came out yesterday. If you grew up in the '90s and your school system had a computer lab of any kind, then you might have had a game on there where you controlled little itty-bitty beings and told them exactly what to do to get them to safety. And if... You, They're bringing back the Zumbinis? And... No. Was it just me? You're, yeah, it's okay. just you. Uh, <laughs> and if you got really annoyed with it, you could just explode them all and have your exact revenge because they were too dumb to do it themselves. Well, <laughs> friends, Sony has quietly released the Lemmings game oh, on boy. iOS I and remember, Android. I remember those. For free. It's free. What? It's free? just downloaded. It's free? Already, it's... already downloaded. So there are there are quite a bit of differences. They've, <laughs> it is done. They've optimi- they actually um, did a pretty good job at changing it a little bit for the mobile experience. So you no longer have to target an individual lemming to tell it what to do, but you target an area on the screen and choose what to do, oh. which is nice. So you don't have to Ooh. zoom in and stuff like that. Uh, it does have a different art style it's modernized a little sleeker things like that uh but more or less it plays exactly how you would expect and it plays in the portrait mode so for those of you who are like me and don't like to have to rotate your phone around just to play a goddamn game you don't have to do it on this <laughs> wait question does yeah. it also play in landscape mode not no i haven't even tried it because the level son of a bitch the levels just are in portrait mode all right, fine. Be that and, way. And I haven't seen a, a mobile game rotate from one to the other. I can't think of one. Crossy all. Road. 
Oh, I didn't know that about Crash Road. You're welcome. Okay. I can only <laughs> think of one mobile game. Actually, a really cool thing about Crossy Road is if you have an Apple TV and you have the Crossy Road on your iPhone, oh you can God, actually sale. use it at your iPhone as a controller to control the character on the screen. It's actually really cool. No Apple, shit. Yes. Apple knowledge engaged. Insert. Nailed it. No shit. Dude, I just Consume. want more games to do that. Be like, hey, I'm going to make like a practical use for your mobile device on the screen. Like all the Jackbox, game, Jackbox games. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Yep. That's true. Yeah. So good. Uh, Don't you have phones? But this game is out there. It's <laughs> free. It does have your typical free to play, pay to win kind of feeling going on where you only have. So you don't have a certain amount of tur- turns necessarily. You have a certain amount of actions that you can do a day per lemming. Right. Each action costs uh, one. So like it, it actually kind of makes you try to optimize if you want to get the most gameplay. So you don't want to just sit there and build stairs for 12 turns because then it'll take like six hours to get those 12 turns back. But. You know, you can buy more turns, things like that. Uh, so far, I've probably put in maybe about 25 minutes. I have not sp- spent any money on it, nor do I plan on spending any money on it. Wow. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't made by EA? Mm, I mean, it's made Ooh. by Sony, so, you know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, let's just segue seamlessly into the main subject. Why we're all here Ooh. tonight and this week. Aquaman live yeah. action movie. Yeah. Not the one from Entourage. But, you know, the actual uh, one. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, what were your expectations going into this? So, again, you're buying your ticket. You you have your credit card. You're ready to insert the chip. Is it chip? Is it slide? You never know. You just have to kind of do one and get yelled at by the guy for the other. And you're thinking, man, I'm buying a ticket to see Jason Momoa shirtless for two and a half hours. What's going through your mind? You know what? I am a fan of James Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I knew at the very least this was going to be a fun movie. Okay. Even if it wasn't that great, mm-hmm. it would still I would still be like, yes. Friggin' Fast and Furious. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> My expectations were low. Like the 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 trailer we saw like destroyed me. He was actually on SNL maybe two or three weeks before the movie debuted. Mm-hmm. And he was terrible on SNL, like not funny whatsoever, <laughs> and just was just a just basically being himself, like <laughs> On he was just SNL. very large on screen. I blame I blame the writers of SNL because SNL has not been funny for a while. I mean, well, no, because like whenever the, when the Rock was on, not too. I mean, he was on like a while ago. But when the Rock was on, a he was while fucking ago. hilarious. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was a, a while, while ago. ago. But if you if you watch SNL recently, it's not funny unless you're doing something about the president, which has exponentially increased their ratings. But the other skits that have nothing to do with the presidency are not funny. At I will all. give. I will absolutely give you it, that. I'll give you that. Like, 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 like I had a buddy who went to go see see it live recently, and. I I was just like, like, how bad was it in there? And he was just like, dude, like barely anybody laughed. Oh. <laughs> even still, though, like it's yeah. like even bad writing aside, you can tell like he just wanted to be like himself mm-hmm. on SNL. And that was it. He didn't do anything that was like, like he just wanted to be the tough guy like on SNL. That's what he wanted to be. And I knew that's what we were going to see in this movie. A tough guy underwater. And yeah, and yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of what we got it. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess credit card in hand, right? Getting ready to get my ticket. I've already seen the trailer, yeah. right? Yep. Well, so I, this I, I, don't, I don't know. Amazing. Did you see the trailer at that point? This isn't like a yeah. fictional scenario. This is. Well, no, I'm talking, but I'm talking, well, in the scenario in which I'm actually getting ready to buy yeah. tickets, I have already seen the trailer and this movie looks yeah. incredible. It looks like underwater Thor, but like a million times better because it's 10 years later. Mm-hmm. 
I, um, I was actually like pretty hyped when I when I saw the trailer at first because I didn't know what I was going to see, and what I saw was underwater Wakanda, and I liked it. <laughs> and the stories were were so similar, absolutely like beat for beat, like similar uh, according to the trailer. And I was like, okay, I see what you're doing here. You're, you're kind of they've had some time to see what Marvel has done and what's worked for them, and you're kind of weaving a story around that. And uh, and be, being a Game of Thrones fan, I enjoyed uh, Jason Momoa's portrayal of Khal Drogo. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, all right, let's let's see what this guy can do. I know he's done some other stuff for Netflix, which I haven't seen. Um, and and you know, he seems frontier. super funny on social media. Yeah, like he, he seems like you know like a really chill dude, and everything he says is funny. A, you know, like in interviews, he just he's just himself, and he doesn't you know like really adhere to a certain kind of Hollywood. Like like an interview would ask him a question, he's just like. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just, you know, because he's trying to be like, oh, so what kind of blah, 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 Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, what? I, I, I don't. <laughs> he's just like, I, whatever, man. It's just it's just that, you know, because everyone expects him to be Honestly, like, I just started showing up and they just started paying me to be in stuff. Yeah. Here, hold this trident. Like, I'm going to film you. All right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I I did like for for the premiere that uh, that he and his family did did, did the haka on the runway. Yeah, that like, was that dope. was dope. That was fucking dope. That was so, I feel sorry for the person who who handcrafted and made that triton for him to hold because as he was doing, he just snapped it in half while he was doing the haka. It was so funny. As soon as he came out of his limo with, with his kids and his wife and stuff like that, someone handed it to him like, oh, here you go. And he's just like, all right, great. So the haka breaks it in half. And I'm, I, I know someone somewhere is like, oh, it worked. I worked on that. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Something about that just gives me joy. Like they're probably like like, like texting the family. Look, he's holding it now. I made that. That's me. Breaks it in half. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, this movie looked uh, really interesting going into it. And then as as the CGI was coming out, the trailer was like, let's see what they can do here. It doesn't look doesn't look finished here. But uh, having having seen the movie and and uh, gone through an early screening, which was awesome. Um, do you guys think DC finally did something worthwhile? No. no. Wow! What? You know what? I fucking really? hate this. Wow. I, I, dude, okay. Whoa. Here we go. Spiciness. Yeah. I yeah. enjoy yeah. uh, Dawn of Justice more than I enjoyed this movie. Ooh. No. Yes. No yes. way. Absolutely. No. I agree. No I fucking agree. Now look. Here's here's the thing. What bothered me the most about this movie is the writers, James Wan, whoever, borrowed shit from so many other fucking movies to make this. So that aquarium scene. That aquarium scene. Straight out of fucking Harry Potter. Come on. Yep. Come well, on. He's talking to the animals and they come through. Come on. Yeah, like, no, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. No, no. It's That's exactly what it is. And I just hate how... Just... Here's the thing. He would have been a better actor for Lobo. I've been, the yep. way he dressed in this movie. Yep. The way he dressed in the movie. The way he yeah. acted. The way the guitar played every that. time he did something. Yes. <laughs> like his, every, his laughs, like everything. He's, this is badass. So, yeah. He would have the way you can just imagine Lobo. him going, the main man, the main man, makes a man. Yeah. exactly. It ma- it makes more sense, especially when he said like when he's like saved, when he saved the Russians out of that. For some reason, like I'm missing Happy Hour for this. I'm like I can yeah. see Lobo saying that <laughs> way more than Aquaman. I'm not trying to make Aquaman yeah. like this big tough guy, but trying to make it him just, cool. It doesn't work. No. He and he doesn't work for the character. Like he's I'm not saying he's not a cool guy and that he's like his his, his social media is awesome, and the movies where he's a tough guy are, are great. But it just doesn't fit for this. Like it just, it sucked. Like if it, if it, if it wasn't for like we had to do it for the podcast, I would have left like hours before I, the movie. I wow. I almost walked out too. I actually normally when I go to the movies, I get a large popcorn, I get a large soda, right? And when yep, you have a large soda, you have to pee 
a lot sooner than if you did not have Confirmed. a large soda. <laughs> I, you went to pee and you considered not going when, back. <laughs> when I saw Spider-Man, I was literally pacing in the back row to catch the shawarma at the end. In yep. this one, I left during the Sicily scene without any sort of qualms whatsoever. I was like, wow, you know what? You're a oh, good man. man. I'll go pee. It's fine. It, it, it also does like to see Into the Spider-Verse before this because it's such a damn good movie. I, right. I actually, and, and, and listen to our podcast on I, Into I the spider Actually, I, went, I, I saw that movie right after just to wash the taste out of out of my mouth of this one. <laughs> nice. yeah, double feature. Oh, and, here's, and you know what the worst part is? Like, um, I went to go see this with, with my wife, with Jen, and she was really eager to see it. So it's like she's sitting next to me or watching the movie, and I want to get the fuck out of there, but I'm like, yeah. oh, I got to watch it for the podcast. Generally wanted to see this. I don't want to leave early because, you know, she wants to finish the movie. And then right when the credits roll, she turns to me and goes, that fucking sucks. I'm like, <laughs> why didn't you tell me that in the middle of it? We could have left a long time ago. Like, fuck. Wow. Like, shit. I'm usually one the one that's hating on things. Yeah, this I, is, <laughs> for, I actually, no, this, I actually dude, like, thought that this, this movie was good. The world building was really good. I just thought Aquaman. I liked it, yes. I thought Aquaman no, like, himself I, was out of place. He was like, had a different tone yes. from the rest of the movie. But like, I... Yeah, I actually really like the world that they built into into it. I'm a fan. I disagree. Like, like this. Just... You got you guys are are half nuts because got... I thought I thought this thing was better than Wonder Woman. No, no, yes, 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 yes. one hundred, one hundred and ten percent, one hundred ten percent, ten percent. Okay, Listen. especially especially we're we're gonna get into it later. Not to cut you off, Casey, but the third act of this, the last act, was much better than Wonder Woman. There, yes. there's Come one, on, there's one you issue have, I it, have with the. There's one issue I have with the finale that we can get to, but as a whole, I think this movie, it has so many elements, and I could see the argument of, like, oh, it doesn't really know what it wants to be, or there's too much going on, but, like, th this is, at the same time, a DC fanboy's wet dream, because yeah. it's, like, beat after beat of action. You got your your dark, brooding hero that, like, comes around and saves the day, and he goes through a personal journey, and he kicks so much ass, and he's just like, ah, I just want to kick some ass. And I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, he goes through this whole struggle. Like, he's reintroduced to the, the world that was never his own. He meets the brother that they hate each other for basically like no reason, even though they don't really know each other, but like they're the worlds are colliding and, and there's, there's conflict. I thought Mara was great. I thought, uh, you mean the little the mermaid? He has Ariel. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> Oh my God. She does have hydrokinesis powers, mm. Ariel, doesn't she? <laughs> Which, you know what bothered me about that? It's like, and this is now when it comes to the movies and what little I know from the series and the cartoons, I rate my, my heroes from a certain scale, from, like, Batman to Superman, right? Batman, mm -hmm. your normal average Joe that can do a lot physically because of his, like, mental prowess, to Superman, who's, like, completely just godlike almost, to the point where he's, like, actually, I actually fear him as a hero. Um, okay. In this movie, it's like they couldn't really tell you, like, how strong their powers were. Like, she could do shit with water, and yet in Sicily, when she's surrounded by fucking water, and she's right next to a cliff, she doesn't use it as a weapon until they get to the freaking like the wine like, shop. when he gets to like the the wine and, and, and then and that there's like a right there it's like I, that yep. scene real quick i was i watched that i was like there's got to be a menstruation joke in there somewhere it was like red wine <laughs> that she's throwing <laughs> oh, in a golf tin no, i was God. like this is not a good choice and of your thing is like the, greg what, doing what, what i didn't jokes, get what i didn't get about dogs. that scene yeah what i didn't get about that scene is she could have just popped these guys like grapes yeah. right yeah. 
Yeah. That makes she could have yeah. shot all the water out of yeah. their suits. Like no exactly. Unless, and the, the unless thing, it has to be on touch, in which case I'm like, okay, no, maybe. it doesn't, because like no. she was able to do it like from like the wine bottles, like which again it's just weird. And then there's like a freaking like fountain, a working fountain, in the middle of this town. You're telling me she can't do the shit with that fountain also? And like yeah, but this movie, like, this this movie d- does have a lot Black of problems. Nanda was so much better anyway. Yeah, it's, this movie does does have a lot of problems because it doesn't really tell you like the rules of it all. Because in <laughs> before they get to Sicily, they have to go and find. Okay, so basically they have to go find the Triton, and and obviously we're going to spoiler territory for everyone who's listening and watching. So they had yeah. so the, the crux of the movie pretty much is they have to find the Triton that will rule over the seven seas because King Orm, played by Patrick Wilson, wants to go to war with the surface world, and he and he kind of has like um uh, like uh. And not only does he want to go to war, he wants to become. Ocean Master. Ocean Man, <laughs> take me by the hand. But uh, yeah, because and he has he has a good like like Killmonger point. He's just like you know the, the surface dwellers are poisoning our children. They're 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 killing our life. They sent trash down here. They do their tests down here. They bomb stuff. All the while we're just trying to live our lives down here, our fishy lives under the sea. And uh, and then you're like, oh yeah, he's not wrong because they're showing you visuals of like whales getting killed of the trash. Uh, that, that's going around animals' necks and stuff like that. So you're like, damn, he's not wrong. Oh my I'll god, give you that. I'll give you that. And um, and you know, and all the while you have all these different wonderful fantastical things that that, that go on, but they don't tell you the rules of them. Like 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 uh, they have to go find the Triton. And in order to find the Triton, they have this artifact from the old kingdom from Atlantis itself. Because as it stands, uh, the ruler of Atlantis was this guy who was doing science experiments apparently, and his his science experiment destroyed. Atlantis and send it under the sea. So this relic will allow you to find the Triton and rule over the seven seas. Because if you rule over the seven seas, the, the 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 guy who's trying to take over it all, Ocean Master Patrick Wilson, can't take it over because the, that guy, like the guy who has the Triton, is the king. It's, He's the guy it's, it's who very, says everything. It's very much the Arthurian, you know, if you'll pardon the pun, but I'm sure it's deliberate. Legend: King Arthur is a becomes king because he not only pulls a legendary sword out of a stone he's gifted Excalibur from the lady in the lake like it's, it's a big ass lake symbolic though. like yeah. you get this yeah you get this cool yeah right there's one lady in it I mean it's a big lake but it's got enough room for one lady who's throwing swords at people you know it's a sword based meritocracy yeah. or however the Monty Python so when 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 they, when they get the relic they they have to go to a part of the world that used to be underwater the the desert so Mira has to activate this thing by putting water on it. She figures it out. You've, you've seen it in the trailers. And her powers, okay, here's where they don't really tell you the rules of, of this movie and stuff, and it kind of gets wonky. To Dave's point, she struggles and like gets all the droplets from Jason Momoa's Aquaman's head and then puts a little drop on the thing. You know, it looks like she's really trying there. Her eyes light up and everything, and yeah. it looks really cool. And then later on in the in in Italy, when they go find the next piece, she effort, effortlessly, without even trying, eyes glowing, nothing like that, effortlessly makes this crazy uh, Las Vegas fountain show for this little girl who's looking at the yeah, water. She's fun. she's like moving her finger around, and all these like little dolphins in water are going. I'm like, wait a minute, you just struggled to get water from his head, but now with a flick of your finger, you're making this little Vegas show of these water dolphins. Well, there's a lot. More water what? in her defense doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll, but, I'll agree with Chris. Like, there's a bit more water, so I guess that door makes sense. But that's not. 
It's just it's not explained. So yeah, I, I agree that this this movie isn't without without its spoopy stuff like that. But oh, I, there's I a lot of spoopy stuff. That's oh, oh obviously, thing. absolutely. And uh, oh, there's one thing that's going to make you guys really mad uh, that, <laughs> that, that that James Watson did. Uh, but in any case, overall, I, I think I think they did something good here, and I agree with Casey that it's better than Wonder Woman, uh, just because I had more fun in this movie than anything else, and I went in. Like like I was I was prepared to hate this movie. I was going in thinking this is gonna be a pile See, of garbage. Here we go. I think that's, that's and but 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 I didn't one hundred percent like it. So I liked the movie, but it's not that it's false. I think it was way it's too so... long. It was way too long. There was way too many side stories they could have cut out. I think um, there was way too many characters that were all doing their own thing. It's like who's this person? Who's that person? Like like there's there's also a thing here that they're doing like like an Aladdin thing where my royal vizier is is doing stuff against me. Oh, Vocal, how could you? And when he, <laughs> you know what? What bothers me is it's, like I don't like the story wasn't the strongest story ever. You know, it was not, that, and they had multiple stories. They had multiple stories going not, on, and you're just like, stories doesn't bother me too much. It's not having a strong. It, it did because story. it made it longer. It made the movie um, way too damn yeah. long, and it could have been really and streamlined and, and shortened up much. here. But but uh, well, one thing that really irked me in the movie and this movie that I liked was uh, <laughs> when they're going to the desert to activate this relic, and and they've just escaped Atlantis. Patrick Wilson, who I think uh, was, we're, we're going to talk about this in a minute, who was a standout character as Ocean Master. I think. He was, he was I think he was better than Momoa. Uh, yeah. Amber Heard did all right, but I think he was the best for me in this movie. I love the scene where you see it in the trailer where, where before the Ring of Fire happens, before the challenge happens, he talks to Aquaman. He's just like, dude, I really don't want to kill you, but I have an agenda here, and you're going to mess it all up, so I'm giving you a chance, bro. Get out of here, or I'm going to destroy you. And Aquaman's just like, can't do that, brother. If uh, if I got to be here and fight you to stop you invading the surface, then that's what's going to then that's what it's going to be. And then Patrick Wilson just leans in him, and I love this fucking line. It's in the trailer, but I heard it and I got goose. But just the way he delivered it, he's just like, he's like, I'm waging war on the surface world, and I'm bringing the wrath of the seven seas with me. And I'm like, ooh, damn, that's so good. Yeah, not oh. even that, but just when he when he shoots out and he's like hamming it up like a wrestler in front of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, he's just like bone saws ready. My brother's come yeah. for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Bullshit stat sheet where it's like, here's the king. It's like, what are his qualities? He's great. He's so cool. He's it, totally muscular. It's like, how about this half breed? He fucking sucks. Yes, Everybody hates him. <laughs> he's a nerd. He's a whip. He, he's, he's he barely goes into the water. No, no like Screw honestly, guy. guys, like that. I mean, uh, it's just there's like so even for like with little redeeming qualities that it had, like hit like there's only two real good actors in this entire movie. Real two real good actors, Orem and like Nicole Kidman. Even William yes. Dafoe, who's my Nicole favorite Kidman. fucking actor on the whole planet. He was a huge miss in this movie, right? He was horrible. Underused. Oh, man. Dude, even in Death Note, which I know you guys didn't like too much, I thought was pretty good. He was the best part. Yeah, he was amazing. Like, he he really knew how to deliver the fucking creepy character. But he was just so Well, it's because he wasn't playing a creepy character. The, the whole I'm movie, throw this I was one like, at Greg. when do you stab him in the back? It's coming. Yeah, when do you do something? Like, he's trying to do an accent. Yeah. He has an accent. He doesn't have an accent. He forgot about his accent. Oh, wait, I have an accent now? Like, he, he doesn't know. And, like, it's just... I. Oh, there's like so much wrong with this movie that I just can't stand. They don't. And, they don't and, and at first, better, I, and at better, first like, I, I didn't even know that he was in this movie until I saw him, which which I thought was 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 great. Uh, and yeah, he plays like the royal advisor to uh, to Patrick Wilson, the Ocean Master. Yeah, there's a better character I think that Willem Dafoe could absolutely play, and I think Greg will be with me on this. Desaad, the sniveling manservant oh, yeah. to Darkseid, oh, yeah. like big time. 
he combines like all the manservantness that you get in this movie with like the crazy scheming Green Goblin thing that he is a hundred percent nailing um, all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so here's but my yeah, question: uh, Like, yeah, wait, wait, comics... wait, 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 wait. circle back to my to my, my my point there. So there's a part yeah. in the movie where they're going to get the relics, stuff like that, and then out of nowhere, they, they escape Atlantis, they escape peril, they escape the Ring of Fire, they escape the, the challenge, and they're just like, dude, everything's fucked up here. This guy's gonna destroy the Earth if we don't stop him. We gotta go find this relic. Blah blah blah. Damn. And then Pitbull comes on, yeah, oh, and he's doing a version God. of yeah, that's of, weird. I bless the rains in Africa by Toto. So there's an interview done <laughs> with James Wan the director and uh and he did that because he thought it would be a nice fun cheeky moment because he thought he thought it was so ridiculous like when momo and amber heard coming out of the sea he said it was something out of uh the fast and furious movie so he that's why that scene happened because he thought it would be cheeky and fun and i was just like wow and i think it was uh screen rant or something like that who who put that out and uh in their article i think they they put some some shite about you know people accepting that answer and i immediately was just like no one i don't know yeah, yeah, I really took like to tweet it, tweet it. I was just like, "Yo, I don't know." Like, and I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, I mean, who accepted that? The people in your office, the inside baseball, you guys around the water cooler who just came back from this interview with James Wan accepted this because I don't think any civilian reviewer or anyone like us would be like, "Oh yeah, I accept that." No, and not only that, if you're gonna shoot. do if you're gonna do that song, at least use like the Weezer cover that just came out not too long ago. At least use yeah. that. Don't use like this fucking like this fucking like abomination of a song from like Pitbull. It was like you know cover. it's you know what it sounds like? It was a I shit shit you storm. not. It's the same it's the same thing. A bunch of like old dudes sitting around the like, sitting around a fucking boardroom table. What are the kids like nowadays? They all like this guy. What's his name? Pimple, like dog. No, Pitbull. That's it. Yeah. Let's get the song by Pitbull. That's exactly And, and what I think so too, because like he's in like his songs are in a bunch of trailers and a bunch of like like different movies that uh, that have come out. Yeah. And it's and it's like, hmm, I mean to me like I personally like Pitbull, Mr. Three O five, yeah, come from South Florida. Uh, but I, but he's not he's not good for for, for a like movie this. like this especially yeah. it's like I get it you're walking through the desert at bless the rains down in Africa but uh, guys your your overall thoughts on the story itself getting Hard. the trident uh, becoming becoming the master of the seas stopping the uh, the tide of war from from Patrick Wilson to Ocean Master because he essentially wants to destroy the surface because they're 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 fucking shit up underneath the, the water. Did that work for you guys no. or Justice League oh. uh, did it better? The cartoon, no. yeah, they did. Like I don't care how he became the king of the seas. I really could <laughs> give two shits. I want to see him in the throne brooding and his brother trying to get the throne oh. and stabbing him in the back. I thought you were gonna say I want to see him chained up. Falling into well, a volcano, yeah, baby. Also chained up, chopping off his own volcano. hand to save his baby. Like that's the kind. <laughs> Getting a sweet That's hook. the badass Aquaman that I want. He's so more here, like Namor, here, Here's my question about like Aquaman in the in the comics because I, I mean, didn't know, I don't know too this much at all. Because like, you know he's fucking Aquaman. Is he is he bulletproof? Is he super strong? Is he really? Yeah, I don't know if he's yeah he's super strong, but he is super strong. Bulletproof yeah. might be pushing yeah. it. Yeah, because um, like this is the analogy I always use to defend Aquaman, right? So you're you're Aquaman, you're raised, you're able to function as good as a regular guy underwater as a regular guy is on land, right? Mm-hmm. So it's thousands of pounds of pressure at the bottom of the ocean. Then they go over it in the movie, which is something I really loved. Where yeah, like, yeah. You know, Aquaman's got this stigma of being really lame when, in fact, he's yeah. got a pretty amazing set of superpowers. Like, if I told you, okay, here's some superpowers. You've got super strength, immunity to temperatures, you're basically bulletproof. 
Um, you can move hundreds of miles an hour and you have telepathy. It's like, oh, great. I'd love to have those powers. Congratulations. You're Aquaman. Like, does your face <laughs> Congratulations. You know? You're Aquaman. Get in the goddamn, get in the ocean. So speaking <laughs> of moving hundred miles an hour, that's the other thing that bothered me about this fucking movie. So Been flying underwater. No, I actually thought that was cool. I like that they can move that quick. That makes sense to me. Why the fuck do they have vehicles that move slower than they do when they fucking move hundred miles an hour underwater? Like, do they well, get what? tired? They don't explain if they get tired when they do that burst. Why fucking have a vehicle that moves so fucking slow? It makes <laughs> no sense to me. That's fair. I, I don't think it moves slow. I think the vehicles move faster than they did. Like when 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 Mira brought out her her squidmobile or whatever, whatnot, and uh, they're 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 like flying through. You know, like they're able to they're able to get through it, and I, and I think it's another thing of like protection because even though like they have like this like ecosystem with animals and stuff like that, I think there are still dangerous creatures that'll still try to come get them. So if I they're guess, through, but honestly, like I there's... mean, I mean, just look at the trench. Like I mean, I mean, think about it. If they had a vehicle to go through the the trench part, it would have been easier. But you know, I guess, I, yes, I know. Like, our heroes have to go through the Lovecraft trench, which is in no way. <laughs> Subtle yeah. at all, <laughs> and I, I I love that part of the movie because it shows off James Wan's like horror style because it turned cool. into a horror that, movie. That part was cool. Yeah, when, was that, cool. that was dude. Cool. Like yeah, when, when it popped up and you see like this like crazy looking creature looked at and, something out of and like it made Del Toro. No, I was like whoa, and it made no fucking sound until she turned yeah. around. That was yes. fucking creepy. It's just there. yes. I will give you that. That was a good horror aspect of it. And when they're jumping on the boat, like it reminded me of Aliens. Like it's just a bunch of fucking like xenomorphs. Like there's no no escape. I'll give you that. That was a cool part. But it's not enough to save this fucking movie. Like, and then, and then, and then, and then like the, the the lightning cracks. You see a bunch of them yeah. up on the mast, and the, and then you see them like swimming in the water. And I do love the shot and you see it in the trailer where where uh, Aquaman figures out, oh, the creature of the deep. Let me light this this torch. And he jumps into the water, and you see all of them like coming, like converging on them. I thought that was really damn. Cool. That, that, like, yeah, no. I'll give you that. That was cool. that was really yeah, damn cool. This cool. movie, if nothing, has great. Spectacle. Yeah, like there are like, like seeing on there are parts of this movie that looked great. That like just yeah. you look at it like wow that's a really fucking cool scene like that's on the, the, big the color like, the lighting all of that but then for me there are parts where it's just like you literally stole this from a Marvel movie they, they had yes. an Iron Man one hundred percent they had an Ant Man in the Wasp scene yes this whole movie is let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about that Iron Man scene because I wanted to bring up Black Manta yeah. Now, I, I like I like the actor. I like the concept of the story. I don't think they no, executed it well in this movie. Oh, with no and resolution? Very, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was and he was un, underused. Um, but but yeah, what did you guys think of, of the montage? Where I he, can't believe they put a white guy in his crew. Yeah. Oh, uh, for those of you who don't know, sorry. I'm just like, oh, uh, Black Manta is a black supremacist. He uh, his whole shtick is he wants to take over Atlantis to make it a haven for black people of all uh, cultures. So it's like all encompassing. But he's very much an an ethnic based villain. Like they do the whole thing about his dead father and stuff. But like like his his crew is all black. He only cares about you know black people. Like it's like that's his jam. Which I don't know if that plays well. You know you want to make like a racial allegory where you make the bad guy a black guy just trying to. I, I think it's also people. too like bold for DC movies right now, too. And not only that, but yeah. I think if they would have done this, and I, I would have liked to have seen it, but they would have done it, people would have put way too much connection between that and Black yeah. Panther. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of get that, but I mean, I was like, I was, sh- thing. I was so shocked in the movies because I thought, like, once I saw that, like, you know, most of the crew, they're taking off their masks, like, there's a black guy, there's a black guy, there's a black guy. I'm like, oh, they did it. Like, they, like, even if it was, like, understated, and then there was that white guy, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you had it. Like but, uh, maybe uh, you didn't have to say it. But. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting how how um, how Wizard Master was just like uh, how King Orm was like, oh, I can't go after my brother. You're gonna have to do that. So I like the relationship there. But then he's like, oh, here's his advanced prototype. Uh, Atlantean tech, even prototype for us, and then yeah, and then and then Black Panther's like, okay, I'm gonna disassemble this and make <laughs> a helmet out of it and have a oh, montage. Gosh. I was like, what yeah. the hell is this? So it was it was so jarring and so odd, and it had like some weird pop yeah. music. I was looking at my sister like, wait, what the hell? What is this pop music? Why? <laughs> so how does he know how to dismantle this stuff and put it together and make this helmet? This makes no sense, James Bond. You know you what bothered me about the, you know what bothered me about that that whole like weapon the most like it was like he takes out the gun. They fire at a mountain. The mountain literally <laughs> fucking detonates. Yeah. Right? Yes. The mountain is gone. This thing will put a dent in Superman pretty much. That's why I got it. You may fire when ready. They shoot <laughs> Aquaman with this, and it gives him a slight burn. What the actual fucking fuck? He's tougher, he's tougher than a mountain. Uh, but still, dude, it's like, come on. Like, just give me, like... When, when you saw be- at the beginning of the movie, didn't he take like like what is that like a like a mortar? Well, yeah. yeah and now no here's problem. what bothers me about that that scene in the beginning of the movie. Like uh, it was cool and all, but in the beginning of the movie, he's avoiding gunfire. He's trying to avoid getting stabbed with a knife, like and actually cut him. I thought, oh fuck, this guy can get cut. Then he actually gets stabbed with a knife, and the knife doesn't go through. So why the fuck are you avoiding? It, it? still might hurt. Like it's going it to still hurt might you. hurt. It's probably tra- it's probably training. Explain and, that though. I mean, give me that. you this, 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 this it, makes sense to me. If you get shot with a paintball, is that still going to hurt? That's well. I was, that's the point I'm going to yeah. bring up. In the Incredible yeah. Hulk, mm-hmm. Edward Norton, Incredible yeah. Hulk, he's getting shot with a automatic fire. It's not hurting him, but he's actually it's not going through his skin. But he's actually showing it annoys right. him. He puts his hands up. You can tell without him saying a word that it's an annoyance. He'd rather not have right. it. Yeah, they don't show any of that in this. They don't give mm, me that. That's you fair. Know, they just they're just trying to sell you suspense in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Then it's like, oh look, he can take a knife. <laughs> you know, guys, it's a lot of stuff and, like and, that. And, and they don't, and even, they don't and, explain, and even better. And even explain. better, like like but but Black Manta like but fought him in the beginning, and he was fighting him with knives, and then he makes his whole outfit out of the prototype Atlantean tech, and he still fights him with knives. Yes, and he's like he's like I have Atlantean steel now, but I'm still gonna fight you with this. It's like what, dude? Like even yeah. if you have Atlantean steel, like it didn't work. He whoops your ass, bro. Yeah. He although, got some good shots. Although in. I did know he did, I did he notice. did, and and when, and there was a good suit reveal too. And 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 since since going to to New York Comic Con like we did and seeing it in real life, it to me it held more weight seeing it in the movie just knowing that that whole suit is real and it's actual hardware yeah. but like i, th- I thought it, well, thought it was I, a I good, think, good reveal and i thought i think the suit fight. looked great it looked right out of the comics it yeah. was like they made a reason why the helmet's so fucking big which i kind of appreciated <laughs> yes yeah i like that but I, I also just love the silliness where it's like oh it converts water into superheated plasma and it's like that's okay, sure. <laughs> Just dead like water, superheated plasma. Why? Why are we not talking about the best damn fight scene the whole movie? Oh, you mean against Mary Poppins? Nicole Kidman oh, kicking some fucking ass at the beginning. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Lighthouse yes. outside. Also, yeah, the that, that was a pretty good scene. Dope ass camera angles. You could definitely yeah. tell yes. it was, was like one take. That was one take. No, right? oh, so what kind it looked of? like to me is that they would do a move, move the camera along with the action, pause, reset, then move to the next shot because that camera was all over the place. Yeah. That yeah. camera yeah. would go way up top, way down the bottom. I think we talked about it in the Ven- in the Venom movie. It reminded me of the movie The Upgrade, where the camera angles are crazy. They like they really follow the action a, a whole bunch. Um, I was like, "Holy shit, Nicole Kidman is a bad ass." Yo. And not to and, not not and so and I hate to love to say it, but she's still fucking hot. Like, I mean, 
Oh yeah, she's fuck. Like, but no, like that's that scene. I agree with you. That was a fucking beautiful fight scene. And it was very disarming. After that scene, yeah. and she went back to the ocean. I'm like, this movie's gonna be great. We're gonna fucking go. Yeah. And <laughs> no, it was like the the climax for me was literally the beginning of the movie. That part right there. That so, scene. Like, here's a, here's a fun fact. She actually swallowed that fish. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. So commitment. Good to good One for her. Fish was harmed in the yeah, of this movie. <laughs> that, 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 that scene was dope because you see James Wan style because uh, in his, yes. his in his directing of, of of the Fast and Furious he he does stuff like that tricky funky camera angles that take you in and out of action they that sweep look really damn cool the sweeping camera yeah. angle is kind of his jam yeah and, and 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 in that and in that scene it held weight because like she was defending her family yeah. yes know? she she was literally a fish out of water and that's another thing that James Wan does well I mean it, like he he pretty much like brought like the Fast and Furious movies to to a point where it's like it's crazy ridiculous action there's superheroes but he made you care about the characters and in Nicole Kidman's character uh Atlanta and um you know she was a fish out of water she started like loving this guy she had a baby to get like and then this they had a family Ohana means family uh and then <laughs> when, and, and, and I love and I love that you know for 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 a time she was melancholy she was happy and then her senses warrior senses kicked back in and she was just like hide the hide the child give me my weapon man <laughs> and when he tossed her her it's like, trident, I'll go get it it's right here in the bro den. when she started like <laughs> twisting it around all I heard was dude the way she was moving around and she just like Spartan kicked dudes and just like stabbed them like dude when when she chucked it and stab the guy and pin him against the wall all the water is coming out of him i was like yo let's go this movie's crazy dude and one thing i did like was was the staff work in this in this film is when when aquaman was fighting uh ocean master like before the crazy cd stuff kicked in like right when they were intimate you can tell they did a lot of work doing staff work you know because they're like all right we have these tritons aquaman's not that cool how do we make this cool staff work bow bow staff so that's what they trained with and i think he looked really cool. cool I'll, no, I'll, I, I'll, I, I'll I think give you that, Sergio. Like that, that was pretty. A lot of like the hand-to-hand fights were good. I will give Dude. you. I will give you that. Like all day, that was like a lot of good stuff. Bro, when, when he just, and King Orman were, were going at it, you felt that King Orman's in his element. It's just like, I mean, even Mira told me, he was just like, why did you ex- accept that fight? He's been underwater this whole time. And then he even told him, too, he's like, dude, I'm going to whip that ass. And he's just like, oh, bring it up, brother. And he starts beating his ass, dude. Like, his staff, like, the, the, the staff hits felt weighty. They felt powerful. I was like, damn, this like, is what so, you're doing? Like, so speaking of, like, when she throws a trident at the one guy and the water comes out, that's Woo. the one thing that just bothered me the fuck. They say that they can breathe underwater and out of water. Correct? No. Only the royals can. Only Just the higher-ups can. Only the rich people can breathe out of Only water. Only the higher-ups can. Bullshit. Not the regular plebs. And the, well, no, and no, 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 no. Let me finish. They said, he says strictly that it's their technology that allowed them to breathe underwater. How? William Defoe says this. He says it like when he's explaining to um, Aquaman, when he's explaining to Arthur, like the whole history of like how Atlantis happened, all that stuff. He says it's our technology that allows us to breathe underwater. Fucking how? Oh, I thought it was the explosion that like messed with them. I don't know, man. They can turn water into plasma. Yeah, and, no, and, and I don't think it's <laughs> their. I don't, I don't think it's anymore. their technology because he's, he's talking dude, about. He, was, he, he, was, he, was talking, he was talking about their ev- evolution because there were different a- Atlanteans from that time who evolved differently depending on the the, the parts the of the sea people. they're in. No, yeah, you're right. He said some people, people, some people, he said some evolved, people. some regressed. You're correct. Like yeah. But he specifically says, like he specifically says, our technology allowed us to breathe underwater. I thought it was the accident that they That's that they had that happened when they were making the sustainable source is what triggered all these kind of evolutions that evolutions, allowed. To, that's yeah. how I read it. That could be. I mean, on a second watch, I'm sure we can answer that question. But um, yeah. However, speaking of underwater. Yeah. 
What did bug the shit out of me, which I understand was a conscious choice, was anytime someone talked underwater, they made it sound like they were slightly underwater. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it was jarring at first. It was. I feel like they may have given up on it at some point and then brought it back they at did. the very end of the movie. Um, I actually, you know, the, the people just kind of floating while they talked kind of also bugged me. I think I would have rather like them have like underwater and then like their buildings and stuff were like clean open air but i guess that would go against the whole fact that the people most people can only breathe in water i don't know it kind of bugged me a little bit the cg hair yeah i i couldn't understand anything that black manta said when he was in his suit (laughs) he was i thought the the reverb and echo on his voice was like way over the league of shadows Mm. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I made this weapon myself at a portrait yeah. of Atlantean well, technology. It also could have been because I was watching it, you know, in a theater where it's like the super sound and the recliny, shaky seats. So it, it may have like been too much bass or whatever, but I couldn't understand anything. And I'm like, wow, they, they, over- well, he only, just he only had like four lines when he had the helmet on. So. And then yeah, he disappeared still, for the rest I mean, of the fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, the only <laughs> one I caught was like, call me Black Manta, which now. They did that twice yeah. in this movie. Yes. Which is I, I don't know if it's lazy screenwriting or amazing screenwriting. I liked that's it. Just that's just some like plain old bullshit comic that's, book stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I recently watched Face Off, um, and that was literally the moment <laughs> where he talks about taking the face off. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's what's happening in this movie right now. <laughs> no more drugs for that man. I love that movie. I wanna take his face. Oh, no more drugs for that man. I love that movie. Um were there any um, uh uh standout moments in this movie for you guys? So him walking, I mean, we saw it in the trailer, him walking out of the Who's waterfall him? in the full Aqu- Aquaman suit. He walks yeah. out in the full Aquaman yeah. suit. Um, but a couple things that made me shift up in my seat, and I think one that Greg might appreciate too, is when they go into the water lightning storm, which again, mm. weird, but who cares? And they end up in the, the prehistoric land in the center yeah. of the earth. Land of the lust. Like, I couldn't believe it because that's like the Scartaris warlord yeah. stuff. Um, which you might remember from that one episode of Justice League where they go and Supergirl doesn't have any powers and they fight Metallo and stuff there. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Like, the Warlord series of comics are really cool. It's about an Air Force pilot who gets, like, he goes to this magical world that happens to be in the center of the Oh, Wonder Woman? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's that too. Um, shit. Sorry. (laughs) Now that I think about it. Um, (laughs) It's fine, but I like. But when I saw like the whole like strange person in armor, I'm like, are they really like tying in the fucking Warlord no. comics into this? And then I'm like, oh wait, no, yeah. that's his mom. Yeah, um, that's that's the scene when I saw uh, that, and I was like, is that Janet Van Dyne? Oh, this is not the MCU. That's right. <laughs> yes. They yeah. also basically stole um, that plot from How to Train Your Dragon Two. Yep. I just wanted to shout yep. out. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Um. When Orm put his mask on for the first time to be Ocean Master. Yeah. And it's like, again, straight out of the comics, but like they have yeah. it move. Animated eyes. Like a comic yeah. book mask. I'm like, straight oh, Deadpool. Like, there's so much attention to detail here. Dude, um, and, and I love that they did that too. That's so comic booky because oftentimes there are critiques of these movies where they don't do things from the comics. And then when they do it, it's like, oh, that's too much. For, for a real live action movie but but I, I love the dude like he had the ocean master look and he had the, the bravado too I think Patrick Wilson Patrick did a Wilson really, is really good amazing job, but I, love, I really like yeah, him he's, dude, he's yeah. so good yeah yeah. yeah like, I think I've only seen him in Watchmen and the in one the where is it The Conjuring? 
she, Insidious? He was a conscious, the, yes. No, he's, a, he's a pedophile, and they try to cut his... Bu- she pretends to... Oh! Uh, candy. Hard, hard candy. Hard candy. Hard candy. Hard candy, yeah. Candy. That was, was him? Say strangers oh, that was candy, him. But I'm like, that's not yeah, right. Awesome. <laughs> that was him, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. yeah he's great. Yeah, like, that's one- such a, that movie is fucked, but he is so good in that. And he's great in this, and he's great in Watchmen. He's yeah. just great. Like, the yeah. one scene that, like, really, really got... Even though, like, I, I didn't like this movie that much, the one scene that got ruined for me the most is... Him wearing like the the, the suit, the, the classic Aquaman suit, because we yeah. saw it so in the trailer. For me, that was it was Nothing. too much detail on it. Like his gloves had like the weird like shell yeah things. Oh, yeah, the, the, the yeah, thing I didn't thing. like yeah. that. Like it's like just keep it like chain orange chain. Like the color scheme was perfect. How it looked on him was great. Just oh no, yeah, of course. But like the thing is, like there's like nothing. I mean, they kind of hinted that the old King of the Seas like was wearing yeah. it. But nothing really hinted to the fact that he was going to wear it coming out with the trident. Mm. It was just the way they're the way they're presenting it. Like he doesn't come out with the trident, and that's it. So if they didn't show that in the trailer whatsoever, it would have been wonderful. Like, oh shit, it's yeah. the suit, you know. But it was there, and it's like, why? But the scene, I, that- I hate that too because they were really trying to sell people on going to watch the Oscar. Apparently, they showed it at San Diego Comic Con. Like that, yeah. that was the first, like, right. like one of the first things they showed at, at the end. So, like, imagine seeing it that early and then yeah. having to wait so many months. You know, I think that kind of does ruin it. And they should have, they should have, like, like saved that for the big movie reveal. And and to, and speaking of of that scene, uh, what do you guys think of that whole like Kraken thing where he? I like because. Because they're all just like, there's this mythical creature that, that's legend. Everyone knows about it, but it yep. guards the, the thing of uh, of uh, the, the trident of, of yeah. Atlantis. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do you know whose Mary voice Poppins. that was? That's why I've been saying Mary Poppins this whole Mary goddamn Poppins. episode. Mary Poppins. Julie Andrews. <laughs> that was Julie Andrews playing the, that yeah. Kraken. Oh. Which, wow. yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> what? What's Julie Andrews yeah. doing here? She's better yeah. than yeah. this. But I thought it was pretty interesting. She, just, she rises from the volcano. It's super calorie. I'm gonna kill you all. So does that <laughs> make this all movie the stuff? Prince Diaries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But but I I, um, I I love that scene because like she 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 was all like she she didn't think you know she could hear him she's like who dares disturb my slumber and who thinks blah 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 and he's all just like oh I don't know if I'm worthy blah blah, blah but I came yeah, because I, I want to pretend and he does a whole speech from <laughs> the trailer. Yeah, that's great. It's like the K wonders. Oh my god. Um, and and it, it, was, it was so funny because because at one point like I don't know if you heard but she was like oh wait you can hear me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like wait a minute what? And, was, and she was like oh okay. Let me pull back my tentacles because you can hear me. Let's see if you are worthy. If not, I'll totally kill you. But let's see if you're worthy. You can hear me. Wow, I, like, that's I'll crazy. Admit, like I will absolutely admit, I did like how the monster looked. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big believer of. Kaiju. If you don't see the creature, it's probably worse in your imagination. She's the kaiju from like. the end of. Pacific it really Trump. was. Yeah. yeah, and and you yeah. know what? I didn't no, mind I didn't that. Either. I'm like, if a sea monster no. doesn't look like anything, it's gonna look like that. You, dude. You guys are leading. You guys are leading up to my only real gripe with What's this that? movie, hmm. and that was the completely unnecessary. Uh, I call it the Battle of the Brine, but that's only because it's really catchy. <laughs> um, it's when Orm is fighting the Brine, and he comes out with the Carathon, and he just starts fighting everybody. I'm like, this is so stupid. You've built up this moment. And the significance of this trident where it's like, if Aquaman shows up with this trident, people are going to like drop to a knee and be like, he's got the mythical trident, he's the king. Like, but now you put your hero in a position where you've gone through this whole monologue of, I'm responsible for somebody's death and I feel terrible about it. And now he's killing his own people. 
They're trying to kill him too. Right? I, 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 I think he... Or no, no, has... I get it. But you could have framed this whole scene where, like, the Kraken rises out of the ground, everybody's in such shock that they stop fighting, and they just see this glowing trident being held overhead. Like, that should be, like, instilled within them where it's like, Fuck, this is the moment stop. the legend yeah. spoke of. Yeah. And then everybody stops. Like, we're talking some Lion King, except, Mufasa, except like Orm, everybody's who, like, dropping to go right after him. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Right. I agree. And, then, yes. and then that builds right into yeah. their fight on the surface. That's the only misstep I think this movie really took. Dude, well, like, when, when the biggest misstep I found was the beginning of the movie when they went to the New England Aquarium. And I have been to the New England Aquarium eight billion times, and I've never seen that <laughs> tank. There's not that many sharks. There's no manta rays. I was very upset at the lack of authenticity <laughs> of that particular scene, and I've said my piece. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're, they, you know what? They were a heavy heavy pro- like uh producer in this film they upsold their own aquarium oh god what a shame good. i think i think there's this ending though like the whole the entire star wars undersea thing played really well when he rose out of out of the depths like through the lava and everything on top of that kaiju i was like holy yeah, cool. shit what's up <laughs> and he's riding it and you can tell like, like king orm is just like god damn it he keeps under oh <laughs> he escaped from my clutches he's where do you find war. a mythical creature Are he's you got this Again, right how to he's train riding a badass too, creature arsenal happened there right he's, he's like damn it i want to ride a badass creature i want that triton this son of a bitch and uh, and, it hit, and everyone's just like, oh shit! <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's like Spider Man in Civil War. Holy shit! <laughs> He's got yeah. a big thing. But uh, I think that whole scene, the ending, is much better than Wonder Woman's ending, where Professor Lupin from Harry Potter, yeah. who had the same mustache yeah. and everything, was like, I am Ares, I am the Mandarin. And also, then that they fight fought. is is way darker. At least this one had colors fucking everywhere. Yeah, this thing so many was was epic. It, it was it was a Star Wars battle underwater. Like it had lasers and everything. It literally had lasers, and they had flying ships. They had underwater like 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 arcs, like underwater DSV. battleships. Yeah, it was it was nuts, dude. Like they had their own like tankers. They had their own. It was it was nuts. They're big ass submarines and shit. They're crazy like Star Wars Arbiter like prototypes looking things. I was like, this is dope. Now, what do you guys think of the ending like fight scene with Orm and Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. I've good. seen it in Indiana Very good. Jones a couple times. The propeller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, a, again, like if it's um the hand to hand was great. Once they are doing the CG the, the CG shit, it got stupid. And like you knew hands down it the foreshadowing what they foreshadowed a lot of shit hard in this fucking movie. That's what bothered me the most. You knew he was gonna do the whole fucking trolley yeah. shit with the fucking like try to you knew that <laughs> and was then, coming. And it was good. And then it Willem was good. Was just they, like, they they set it up and it paid off. He's gonna do it. Just, no, it didn't pay it, off. It, it didn't, didn't pay off at all, Casey. Like, it's cookie, it's cookie cutter filmmaking, but it worked. They set it up. They do the twirling thing in his training. They have him be defeated in the same overhead swipe fashion earlier in the movie, and then it all comes together later in the film where he uses the secret technique, and then he he cleaves the. The trident uh, in half, um, like dude, it was not like this is coming from a guy who grew up watching. If I may quote George Lucas, it's it's poetry, you know. It's, it's, it's a cycle. <laughs> you bastard. No, like I honestly like again. This is coming from a guy who grew up watching martial arts movies, who like had fifty posters of Bruce Lee in his room, and like the fight. Like I didn't care about that poetry, like at all. It just by the time it got to that point, I was already checked out. Yeah. Like I was checked out. I, like when the monster came out, rhymes. I came back and it was like, "Ooh, sweet!" And I just went back. I'm with, I'm with Nicole Kidman. Especially when I knew the fact that when Nicole Kidman came back, it doesn't fucking matter anyways. The threat is neutralized yeah. as soon as Ocean Master sees that his mom is alive. 
right with the yeah. battle the uh, battlefield Mom, earth Mommy. haircut yes yeah. battlefield earth yes a hundred percent i mean and oh, like man. it's 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 a it's a lot of things also with that also it's like ah uh, like I, I can see what they were trying to say with a lot of things were like like momo kind of sees himself as aquaman like a half breed in many mm-hmm. ways you know so and he feels like himself he's a he loves hawaii surfing climbing rocks he sees himself as a man of the ocean and the land so i can see where they're going with that i can see like the weird like like king orm was saying like i am like of like pure blood and this and that and he's blonde hair blue eyed i'm like cool i see what you're trying to say but it's not fucking working at all mm, yeah i it's, i think uh, it's just bad for me it's bad storytelling i think all the way for around. me ultimately my gripe with the movie is lazy writing blatantly yes. stealing scenes from other movies Having yep. villains that don't really like you take out Black Manta and you t- you take out Randall Park and it's the same fucking movie and it's half an hour shorter. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Where it worked was a lot of the visuals, but ultimately the visuals weren't strong enough to support all of the blunders that I felt it encountered. And for me, when after oh. I after Nicole Kidman is revealed to be alive, I'm like, well, what the fuck is the point of this movie? What is the point of this whole yeah. war? Well, she's thought yeah, dead. But like, I mean, why not just? She's thought dead let, with let no me chance it, of Let escape. me ask you this: If she was revealed to not be alive and just be dead this whole time, does the movie change? No, no, no. Nope. So why have her be alive? Right. I don't know because so, well, I'll give contracts. you a perfect reason. Because how many? Because how many superhero movies do you know where there's always dead well, fucking parents? Sure, but like this is one dead parent. Where in the DC universe, it's usually all the dead parents. I know, but they 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 turned it around. They saved his father. They could have let his but father adds, die honestly, in a like, tornado, just like yeah, in Superman. Was, uh, <laughs> it, it honestly almost adds nothing to the story. Yeah. The only thing it adds, the only thing, and we see it is that it takes the wind out of like Orm yeah. sails. Like he real, like he it, he stops fighting as soon as he sees that his mom's yeah. alive. He it's, it know. takes out that war spirit. That's the only thing it I, gives us. I teared up when I saw him waiting, like going down to the docks again at sunrise. And yes, dude. Yes. Like fuck you. If Django you Fett. Like that. Nope. Oh, I think no. that's that, so that was good. a good scene. Yeah, he, this Django like, Fett. And you can't do that if either of them are dead. So you have yeah, to but have like them alive. I, I would like, rather sacrifice that scene and have Ocean Master remain a threat. My sacrifice. Yeah, but we have Black Manta. I agree. <laughs> He's still Ocean Master. We, we have Black Manta and Asian it's, Jim from The Office. That is true. <laughs> um, shout out to this movie for not like spending too much time on like the or the like actual origin. Yeah. Like it was kind of like you see him born, you kind of that sets up the conflict, but it's not like huge montages of him like learning to use his power. There, there was enough that you get the gist of it, right. but not like spending yeah, a half I'll, an hour on it. I'll give they, you that. They hit I the major beats, but but the yeah. the cool thing about about this version of Aquaman is that he's so completely removed from Atlantis. You don't have to worry about anything yeah. else. Like you, you know, he's the viewpoint character. He sees Atlantis for the first time, and so do we. Like, it's fine. I love it. Like, I'll give you I that. Really, like, I, I love this movie. I like this yeah, movie so per, much. Yeah, but personally, I, I really enjoyed it. Going into to hate it, it's not perfect. It has some missing beats, but I, I had fun with it. It's too damn long, yeah. or else I would have. I would go it's see very it again long. in the theater. I'll go see it in the theater Ugh. if it wasn't this long. If if they stream, like, they could really, really streamline this thing, and I think it'd be a better movie. I think I think it was better than Justice League. I oh, think yeah, it's it better, better than, than Batman. Sure. Versus, yeah, yeah, it's better than Batman versus Superman, obviously. So. 
Wait, Justice League is better than so. Batman vs Superman. Not in Greg's eyes. No. Greg's wrong. For me, wrong, just, for me, Batman eyes. v Superman gets a lot of credit because it's the first time we see Batman actually being scary. Yeah, like we we've never we seen that Batman we wanted before. He's the best part of that movie. It would be better if it was Batman versus Batman. Everyone and then nothing, <laughs> nothing, just nothing. Just yeah, Batman. yeah, yeah. The, the, like Batman was the best part of that movie. Like that whole yeah. Arkham scene, I could I watched yeah. that over and over again. It was it was crazy, dude. He punches a guy into the wall, and there's there's like a, like a it's blood ridiculous. stain on it. It's fucking. Amazing. We're not doing this. But, We're not talking any, about. But, we're talking I, about Aquaman. Dude, he one arm suplexes a guy into I, the I fucking think, floor. No, he doesn't. He rock bottoms I, him into the. <laughs> he rock one okay, arm. I, rock, I think I I went in with different expectations. <sighs> I went in with positive expectations because I had heard so much good press about this movie. And I was like, all right, maybe we'll actually get a full beginning to end good DC movie. And I was let down. Mm. Wow. I, and then, you know I what? I, I agree with, I, I agree to agree with a certain point. Like I know I said like it was like low, but I had the slight hope because Serge, you said you saw it early and you said it was good. I'm like, all right, Serge and I got the same taste in movies. But it also, I also said like it had some stuff though. Yeah, you said it had some yeah. stuff, but you yeah. said it was pretty good. You know, so yeah. I'm like, all right, Serge and I have the same taste in movies. I'm probably going to enjoy this, and it's like, ah, oh, oh no, I'm I'm honestly so shocked because I just I don't know. I I could be that I'm just I'm just riding along. Like I felt I thought when I got out of Wonder Woman, I thought Wonder Woman was better than the first Captain America, and yes. I started to fade after I saw it a second time. Maybe I got to see this movie a second time, but I was blown away by the visuals. I loved. The way that the story all came together. I love the fight. I have my one gripe, but I mean, I don't think that one gripe takes away from a great looking movie. It 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 was a treat to a comic book fan. And that's me. You know, yeah. am I their target audience? Probably not. I'm probably in the minority. But I I feel like this was a movie that catered very much to me, and I appreciate it. I- their target audience, honestly, are like soccer moms who have never seen a fucking comic book yeah. movie. He's barely sure. I, don't, I think like that's whatsoever. Extreme. I don't think so. That that's, I, that's I a think stretch. That, that that's that's a stretch. That, that just comes from the hate, the hate I, core I, part I of the. I hate the movie so much. It's for they're, soccer moms. They're, they're, nope. Their target audience, I think, is us. And for me, it just missed the mark. I would say it's, this movie definitely mm. had an in. And Casey will appreciate this pun. Identity crisis. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> guys! Chris, final thoughts. It's a lazy writing good time. That's all I can Fair. say. Was it great? It wasn't great. It, it was. It was fun. Uh, I think the the amount of fun that I had in watching the movie overlooked um, some of the flaws. Um, like when people talk like and then didn't. It was great. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I had fun. It was practicing adventure underwater. Okay, so those are our all thoughts. Right. And, and with that, that's actually officially yeah. all the time that we have for tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. They don't secret get a secret question. question every week. What do you think this is? We think we got this money no for end that? Of the year secret question? You think we, the we, bad coyote we, You think we have this in the, in the budget? Featuring secret questions? For Aquaman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no budget. Give me a goddamn secret question. Well, Give me a lightning round, something. We should have thought about that. Well, Casey, it's, it's great that you have all the time in the fucking yeah. world for that, but the rest of us have shit to do in this world. And <laughs> in this world, we have the great Bad Cody Funky podcast a whole year's worth mm-hmm. of content and, and more questions if you're back if you, miss, in our if you don't if you feel robbed of this lack of a secret question we have i would say close to 52 there's another dc reference for all you <laughs> nerds out there <laughs> other episodes you can listen to from this year alone 
So go ahead, go listen there from beginning right up to now. Uh, you can go ahead and listen to that on SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, badcutyfunky.com slash podcast, like literally anywhere there is podcasts. You can if you us. Google us, if you Google we will us, come. you'll get to that too. You could also uh, join the community on our Facebook page. You can say hi on Instagram, Twitter, and right here at twitch.tv forward slash bad coyote funky. Uh, and shoot us an email. Shoot us an email, thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. If you have something you're excited about coming up in 2019, if there's a secret question that you would like to ask the guys here, you can feel free or just, just tell us how handsome we are or not handsome, whichever. Yeah. You want. Uh, remember, you can always leave us a rating. That is the best way to help and support us uh, over on Apple Podcasts. The old five star Rooney would really help us out and, and tell us that you like us. That's all. Uh, it's always appreciated. You do if you want, and we do this all for you. We do it for free. We don't charge you a, a cent ever. It's all for you. Uh, until next you year, really want it. we'll see you next time, or we will see you another time. Happy New Year. Good night.